What better way to cool off than with some refreshing fruit dip? Four different flavors to choose from, all available on MerryMacPodcast.com. MerryMac Fruit Dip makes fruit taste good. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today we're going to share some cool refreshing treats with you. It has been so hot. It is unbelievable. And, oh, I don't know, the end of July, the weatherman lied to us on TV and said, August is coming and it will cool off. (laughs) The absolute nerve. Yes. I said, don't try to make us feel better about this because it's not going to happen. So I make my own little popsicles or freeze pops or whatever you want to call them. I do stuff like that all the time. And I thought, oh, that'll be a good podcast. So I put together a few recipes to give to you. Now, you do not need a little freeze pop maker form. Uh, is that what that is? A uh, uh, little popsicle mold? Molds, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. You don't really need the molds, but if you have them, it's nice. If you, you want to get them, if you start making these and you like them, sure, get them. What I did, and I'm going to put a picture up on our Facebook page, just to show people what you can do, I had some smaller cups that were kind of, I had one that was kind of straight up and down, and then another one that's just like a regular, um, what is that, like a eight-ounce kid's drinking cup, plastic. And I actually froze a couple in there just to show you, and I couldn't find my popsicle sticks, so I had some plastic silverware, and I actually used plastic silverware for the stick. If you don't have the molds, what you do to keep that popsicle stick or plastic silverware centered is you just make a little grid of scotch tape, and then you kind of put a piece of tape across and put the plastic spoon down into your frozen stuff, and then put a little grid of tape around, and then it holds it straight up and down. It works really well. Now, I remember when we were little, we used to make these in ice cube trays all the time. Yes, From what I remember, did we use aluminum foil across the top and stick the popsicle sticks through? Yes. Put aluminum foil across the top of a regular ice cube tray, and you can poke holes in it and put your popsicle sticks down in there and use them. If you're really desperate, you could probably do toothpicks, but I don't think they'll work as well. Or you could just do the ice cubes and then, you know, kids could hold them with their fingers and just eat them, which is very messy. But these are kind of like... Yeah, you know, you could do these for kids, but these are a little bit more, you know, like for yourself, for a treat for yourself, too. Now, I have a couple sets of the molds that I think they're Tupperware brand, and I got them at yard sales. One of them is a really cute set. It's a Mickey Mouse set, and it's really nice. And the other one is probably from 1950. And it works. You know, it works. So if you run into those, every once in a while you run into those. They sell the molds online, but I thought they were kind of pricey for what they are. But like if, like I said, if you wanted to do this, the nice thing about making your own is you know what's going in. So you can like not add any sugar. You can um, not have anything in them but fruit. You can add... It won't have all the dyes. Right. There's no dye in it. You can make them with coconut milk. I've used almond milk and coconut milk. I have not used the other milks, but you could probably use those too. Oat milk would probably be really good. You can add milk or not add milk. You can add sugar or not add sugar. So whatever you want to do with these, however you want to try them. So the first one I'm going to give you is the obvious, really easy one is fruit pops. 
what I've done several times with this is, you know how, you know, you get like you go to the grocery store and you get a bunch of fruit and you maybe eat half of it and it's in there and it's getting riper and you're like, oh, I just don't want to eat this because, you know, like you get tired of it. Okay. That happens a lot of times, especially for some reason when we have grapes. I don't know what it is about grapes, but it's like we can't get through them all. So this is one, uh, and you can do like combinations of fruit, which is what I'm going to tell you now. So I had white seedless grapes, strawberries, blueberries, and cherries. So what I did all together, I had, you know, maybe like a cup or two of each one. Okay. So what I did, I washed them really well. I drained them in my colander. And then I put them all in my food processor and processed them until they were smooth. And I just put that fruit pulp into my freeze molds and froze them and made fruit pops. And they were really good. So you can do this with thought out fruit combinations. <laughs> so if you're thinking about it, you could do like uh, make it with peaches, whatever is seasonally on strawberries would be good. And like I said, you can sweeten them with sugar or stevia or honey or sugar-free sweetener of your choice, whatever, or just not sweeten them. Strawberries are usually good with a little bit of sweetener and sometimes blueberries, but um, like peaches, you can get away without very much at all. You can use a banana, throw a banana in. Um, some people like to throw an apple in, but that's basically it. If you're just doing fruit and you, you know, enjoy eating fruit and you want something cold like this, that's all you do. Grind it up in your food processor, spoon it into your molds and freeze it. And there you go. Fruit pops. Very simple. You don't need anything fancy with it. No fancy recipe. Pretty simple. Okay, then I made smoothie pops, and I'll have pictures of these up. These actually came out really good. So what happened was <laughs> I had about 10 really ripe peaches that were really, really ripe. And then I found a bag of frozen mango in my freezer, which I didn't know I had. So I found that, and I go, oh, I could make, I could make smoothies with this. So I made a batch of smoothies, but I did, I did it like this. They were kind of rich, okay? So I did... I put the, uh, I peeled and pitted and cut up the peaches, put them in my food processor, and then I had a 10 ounce bag of frozen mango pieces, and I put that in, and I put a fourth cup of sugar. Oh, you could use honey there if you want to, but I used sugar, fourth cup of sugar, and I used a half a cup of heavy cream because I had it. Okay? You could have also used yogurt in there, but like I said, this was a pretty rich smoothie. So I blended it up. You know, and, and we drank a couple glasses. It was very good. And I had a bunch left and I thought, what am I going to do with that? So I froze it to try to make like an ice cream or a, you know, a frozen dessert out of it. And it was, it froze like a hard as a rock. And I thought, oh, well, that's not good. So I thawed it again. And then I thawed it and I put it into my freeze pop molds. I thought that might be good in there. And it was, it's a good combination if you use a little bit of heavy cream or yogurt, it gives us a smoothness to them. Uh, good flavor, actually, very good flavor. And the peaches and mangoes were very good together. So there's a thing there. If you have a smoothie recipe that you like, you can take that same smoothie, put it into popsicle molds, and freeze it. And it's so good. It's just really good. And, you know, if, with the exception of my um, heavy whipping cream and sugar, actually you know, pretty reasonably healthy snack. And to be honest, my um, freeze pop molds are about three ounces. So yeah, so you know, it's not very, it's not very big, you know, 
They're made for children. I don't know what to tell you. I guess I should adult up and buy the bigger molds, but... Well, then you wouldn't be able to make stuff that's as rich, you right. know. That's true. And I do think it's a good size. Okay, so then I have a chocolate one that I make, like a fudge sickle. Now, these ones, I've been playing around with this recipe for a long time, and I, I've made these both ways, so I'm going to give you both ways here. This is for uh, fudge bars, okay? Now, I used I usually use coconut milk because we have a few people in the family that are lactose intolerant, okay? So I, I had coconut milk, and I also have used cream of coconut. So the first recipe I'm going to give you is made with coconut milk. You could also make this with regular dairy milk if you wanted to, but the coconut milk, what I like about it is it has a little bit of, it adds a little coconut flavor to your fudge bar, and it really, it's really good. And this one, these are not like a regular fudge sickle. These would be, I'd say these are like a chocolate popsicle more. They freeze like icy, you know, but they're very flavorful, very flavorful. So um, you use one 13 and a half ounce can of coconut milk, and then you use cocoa powder. Now you can use regular cocoa powder like Hershey's or Nestle's cocoa powder. I used Hershey's special dark cocoa powder, which was very, it's very dark flavor. It's very good. So you need six tablespoons of cocoa powder, two teaspoons of vanilla, and a half teaspoon of sea salt. Now you want to mix this up really well. And you want it, what you want to do is blend it because you know, like cocoa powder traditionally doesn't like to blend in. So just kind of mix it in. Then add a third cup of sugar or sugar free sweetener equivalent to a third cup or honey. Okay. Mix that in really well until your sugar is pretty well blended in. And you'll be able to tell because you're not make you don't hear it in there when you're mixing it. And then again, carefully pour this into your molds and freeze it, and, and it's very, very good. It's a good dark chocolate flavor, not overly sweet, and you get that little coconut background flavor. It's very good. But like I said, if you wanted to make that with milk, you could do that too. Now, if you wanted to make it like not as dark chocolate, could you back off on the sugar somewhat and use like a chocolate milk powder? No, you could back off on the cocoa. You could use like four tablespoons of cocoa. Okay, you could also use... The like Nestle's quick mix, but if yeah, you that, use that, that's what I meant. Like like the Nestle or Ovaltine type stuff. Yeah, Ovaltine, Nestle's quick. If you use that, don't put sugar in it. Okay, and that'll give you. It's not super sweet. It's a nice chocolatey, icy cold, delicious, refreshing little thing. Now this one is very sweet and very rich. This is basically what I use for my dairy-free ice cream right here. So I use the small children's molds <laughs> for this. And this one, your base is going to be a 15-ounce can of cream of coconut, which is pre-sweetened. And I mean pre-sweetened. It is very sweet. So you don't need any sugar. So you're going to have the, you need one 15-ounce can of cream of coconut, and you need the same six tablespoons of cocoa powder, or a little less if you want, two teaspoons of vanilla, and one cup of almond milk in that. And I use the unsweetened almond milk. So you've got your, can your coconut cream, your almond milk, your cocoa powder, and your vanilla. And this, you don't have to add the sea salt if you don't want to, but if you do, you can, and it gives it a little bit of a nice salty sweet. Mix that up really well. Pour that into your... Uh, molds and freeze it. And this is very, very much like 
a traditional fudge sickle. It's very nice and rich, and it's not hard as a rock when it freezes, and it's really good. It's very, very good. So if you want to treat yourself and you're not real concerned about the calories involved, because cream of coconut has a lot of calories in it, okay, but... Very delicious, and like you said, if it's only a three-ounce freeze pop, if you get the uh, ancient Tupperware freeze pop molds, you know, there you go. So there's there's uh, several there to get you started, and like I said, this is a fun, this really is a fun thing to do, especially if you just have like a set of molds that makes six or eight freeze pops. You could do this every week and make something different every week, and I I had a good time doing it. I enjoyed doing it. So I'm always trying different combinations. Or use an ice cube tray. Right, or use an ice cube tray. You know, and there you go. You have your you have your nice, cool, refreshing frozen treat you made yourself. What I love is, though, having, you know, when you have fresh fruit available in the summertime, making something like this, you could make these up if you had the better or bigger molds. You could make these up and package them in Ziploc bags and just freeze them through the summer as the seasonal fruit is on, and you could actually stock them up in your freezer, you know, which would be fun to do. I don't think we could because we would just eat them all, but, you know. we act- I did that last year, though. I made a whole bunch of the fruit ones, and then we had them well into the winter, so that was kind of nice, you know. Now, the next thing we're going to give you, this is a little bonus shot. This is something that I've done a few times. We've done this at Standing Chimney to make a nice summery punch, but it's freezing watermelon. And it's, this is so easy and good that it's, it's, it's really something. But basically, you just use a seedless watermelon, and you take the flesh out of it. Last night, I cut up a whole seedless watermelon, but I only used, like, maybe three or four slices of watermelon to... I filled up an ice cube tray with this, okay? And what you do is you take your watermelon, and you make sure that there's not even those little white seeds in it. And you put it in your food processor, cut it up in chunks, put it, put it in your food processor and grind it up, which takes about a second because it's watermelon. It just grinds right up. Okay. And then you carefully, I, I have to laugh when I say that because it, it was a, a mess last night when I was doing this. I tried to pour it out of the food processor. Don't do that. Bad plan. Bad plan. You have to scoop it out with a spoon and put it in your ice cube tray. And then put that in your freezer and it'll freeze right up into little cubes of watermelon. You can also, uh, if you want to do this for a punch, you can freeze it in like a one-quart container, a plastic container. Freeze it in that and then when you're making punch, you put that in a punch bowl or like a round cooler or something. We actually had that, the way we did it, we had one of those drink dispensers, you know, that has a little spigot on it. So we put our quart of frozen watermelon in that and then put the other elements over the top of it and then people could serve it out of there and it worked it kept it really cold but you got the watermelon you know so anyway what you can do with this this is the punch recipe if you're going to make like a punch bowl size which I don't know what that is that's probably like two gallons maybe um, put your watermelon thingy in there your little frozen watermelon chunk And then put a cup of pink or red grapefruit juice in there. And then add a two-liter bottle of some kind of citrus pop like Fresca is great in it. Because it's kind of like a grapefruit soda. Or you could use a lemon lime pop or even ginger ale over that. And it is so, it's so refreshing. It's just really, really refreshing. 
Now with the ice cubes, you can do the same thing in an individual glass. Just put two or three of the watermelon cubes in there. Put about two ounces of grapefruit juice and top it off with Fresca or any other kind of fizzy thing like, I don't know, champagne, a sparkling wine. You could put a little vodka in there and a little bit of, or just pop, just just pop over, just something refreshing in a citrus or ginger ale type of pop. And it is, I'm telling you, the like there's some kind of a strange chemical reaction between watermelon, grapefruit, and pop. It gets real fizzy and you know how like some pops, I don't know, like clear your sinuses. I don't know how else to say it. They're so tangy and fizzy, you know, or some drinks. That's how this is. And it's so good in the summertime. We've had it several times at Standing Chimney. People really enjoy it. Not with vodka in it or anything like that. But just these little watermelon ice cubes, such a great thing you can make. Pop them out and keep them in a bag in your freezer. And then you can have a frozen, you know, a little frozen watermelon cube whenever you want to. Just something to, you know, spruce up even your water. Even if you have uh, seltzer, it would be great in seltzer. Just a little fancy yourself up. Yeah, use a fancy glass, make it an occasion. Right, right. It, and it's delicious. It's really delicious and simple, fun and easy. And you can keep them on hand so easy. You could make a whole bunch of these and keep them, too, if you enjoy them. So those are my tips. Those are our frozen, our cool, refreshing treats, rather, our little cool, refreshing treats for you to enjoy during this hot weather and even into the winter if you want to remember summer when it's cold. You might not want to remember this summer, but someday. (laughs) The idea of summer. The idea of summer. Yes, yes. So there you have it. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com, and in person the first Saturday of every month at Standing Chimney. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.